Let's listen to an album every week, Club, the COVID years, week four. And this week we have Mr. Finlay Napier, as always. Aqualung, my friend. Aqualung. <laughs> and actually in the studio, because we work in the same studio together, uh, we're not on Zoom, we're in the same room, uh, at least seven metres apart. Mr. Chris Waite. Hello. Well, it'd be great as if you went, Hello! <laughs> <laughs> We're sharing a microphone! Can you hear me now? <laughs> a little closer, just a little closer. Um, <laughs> Two metres, that's far enough. Uh, this is lovely to have, have someone in the room. Um, and we've had a very relaxing week, all listening to The Veil of Maya. Mm-hmm. Soothing. 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 I've <laughs> discovered my dark side. Um, this album has really spoke to me and made me think a lot about things. Star, Star Wars? No, 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 that's for ch- children. I'm out of that now. All <laughs> toy collecting and football shirt collecting has gone. <laughs> I'm just thinking about demons and summing them. Summing them? Can't say summoning that them. Summoning them. Num, num. Um, but yeah, great album. How did you find out about this album, Chris? And why do you love it? Now speak for half an hour. I don't know how I found it. I think it was one... I listened to a podcast called The Downbeat with a drummer called Craig Reynolds who talks a lot about music, but he's also just very funny. And he'd mentioned this band. And I usually check out every band he mentions because he's got pretty good taste. And immediately I was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> um, it's it's really weird. I like the first track was of this album was the first one I listened to and it was like just the really bleepy, dissonant Tom Morello sounds out of the guitar. I was like, oh, I can get into that. And then it had more bottom end than a lot of things I'd heard in the record. And I just started diving deep. And I quite like listening to hard music like that when I'm on my walks, so I tend to power walk like a middle-aged lady up and down the roads of Liberton. Um, and this this music will get you there. You'll get some you'll get some good times. Get you all the way to Can Laugh and back. <laughs> yeah, half an hour. That's it. That's it. I um, I I just I was listening to the night driving into Glasgow um, for a gig that I was allowed to go and do. I had a letter, um, and yeah, my speed was creeping up. Yeah, I could see good. how that would be bad for driving. It's overtaking things. Shouting <laughs> and swearing at them at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's all good. That's acceptable behaviour in this world. That's how you embrace fellow people. Um, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I made it through this album twice. I, I couldn't do the third listen. Failure. Um, I'm sure there's a song about failure in this song. Uh, oh, album. More, more than one I'd say play it yeah. you now. Well, yeah you, so you can tear the flesh and desecrate me that's the one like a peasant who stands above them all watch my body fall the reign of a king who will never be gone will destroy you all that's you that is <laughs> that, well, you, that's you instantly knowing more words than I do having listened to this about 20 times yeah. I really don't pick up on any <laughs> both of, of us are like there's words on it there's words huh? I was just yeah. listening to bass drums and drop A tuned guitars <laughs> so oh, twice through it, too much it was just it was just too much and it, the first time through I would do it like two or three tracks at a time was all I could manage it it made me want to peel my face off 
um, yeah, it made me really, really angry. Um, I, 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 and I, yeah, I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. I don't think I've ever listened to anything. In fact, even talking about it makes me angry right oh, now. Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> yeah, I just oh, can't take And do you know what else? For the second time through, I started to think, I just started to think, man, they, they, um, they're so serious. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I always felt like when the guys, you know, like, if you, you know, back to the sort of the old days of heavy metal, I always felt like they were having a bit of a laugh. But these guys are so serious. And then there was that little um, guy, you know, the other guy would come in and have a little sing, you know, like the guy that sounds like he's out of a Disney musical. Yeah. So he'd be like, <laughs> I will turn the door, I will disacquaint you. These peasants will see who stands above them all. As their bodies fall, their bodies fall. <laughs> guy. <laughs> I, I think it's the same. I think it's the same singer. Really, it's the same guy. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, because he does. He does get shouty at times. He's, you can he's, tell it's that he's, voice. He's definitely a screamer. Wow. Um, range. What yeah. Range? So I had to find out a little bit more about them. So I was. Li- I was on a listen, and I was like, "Those guitars are low, and there's quite clearly two of them. There's one guy live, and he." like splits and does a like faux double track thing and I was almost really pissed off when I was listening to it and hearing the hi-hat on the left and I was like oh nothing worse they've mixed it drummer's perspective then I realised he's a lefty well he's a lefty so we're good kit set up backwards you should have put a sticker on the cover this is mixed yeah listener's perspective he's just a lefty so that was fine Um then I looked up, and yet it's the same singer that had done all that stuff. He cannot do it live because <laughs> <laughs> that the singing is not very tuneful when you when he's not screaming and they're doing it live. I can, uh, yeah, can't sing. He can shout, and he should just shout. But I quite like that on yeah. the album. All the kind of mad dance music kind of vocals going on kind of lightens it for a little minute. This is their lightest sounding album. Definitely the one with the most poppy hooks in it. Thank God. Yeah, I'll send you the rest of them, Finley. You can get you can get through them all. It's <laughs> your punishment for not listening at least three times. You have to listen to the entire back catalogue this week. It's the kind of music that I can imagine them using to torture, to torture people with. You know, like just playing it really loudly into some damp prison cell. Um, that's that's what I imagine. Or like you know. <laughs> You've seen Generation Kill, where they're playing it through the speakers on the tanks as they're going into these villages in Iraq. It sort of reminded me of that kind of... I, that kind of... I had a moment I was thinking about, well, I've been watching football this week as I do a lot. I was like, imagine a team walking out to this. Like, it would just scare the shit out of the opposition. You know, like, there's certain things in it. It's like, it yeah. is really primal. It does get you kind of pumped up. And I was... I, I think... I, I'm, I'm kind of with you a bit, Finley, in that when Chris first mentioned this and I was like had the first listen I was like oh for god's sake well you usually ridicule me when I'm if I'm done a finish the job in the studio I'm usually here hiding from my children listening to stuff like that and I almost always get ridiculed every time what's that screamy shite Chris (laughs) Um, that was one of the reasons for suggesting that I'm not gonna lie (laughs) but I did have a time in my youth when my hair was flowing and long and lovely a uh, but i was i definitely was more into kind of harder kind of not full kind of thrash metal but i would listen to 
uh, more of that kind of stuff. And there's something I, I love about it is the drama of it. And I think with this, I think they got it just right and the kind of tension and release like that's always my big thing in music is like and everything and it's actually what I didn't like about the Molly Tuttle album last week was there was no tension and no release at any point it was just kicking along at third gear in the middle lane holding everyone up like it didn't really go anywhere it was just nice and fine and if you're into it that was great but with this there's there's all this tension to build up and then it's just this instant scene change you know and sometimes just for a bar and it'll just like it'll be a completely different sound going on in the track and then uh, the frozen Disney princess comes in and sings a bit. And yeah. the lines, the, the melodies and the lines are great. Like, I thought the choruses were excellent. And they, they're enough just to kind of bring you back in and go, okay, and here we go again. There's another verse and we're off. And did you notice that thing about them using the same verse a couple of times? There's a, a melody. I think it's track two. And then it goes into track three. And then track four, the same melody for that verse, uh, that chorus, sorry, is the same chorus, but with different words. Ah, no, I, I like, had not. Maybe he's only, because I was listening on going, maybe he's only got one nice chorus in him that he sings the same line, doesn't know. But no, they do, they, they use it a couple of times. So there's quite a lot of things that tie in throughout the album it, that are references to other tracks that happen in it. I've found that maybe that's what I'm noticing without noticing is it is a whole listen, oh, this yeah. one. It's not, well, I mean, there is, I do have favourite tracks, but, you know, there's a, especially in, in this genre, like I'll find myself with a handful of tracks I like on an album or maybe like one on an album and I just end up going to that. But this one, it's, it was definitely a, an album and I think that's kind of overlooked in pop and rock music a lot. But I think they were like, no, it's it's 13 tracks and that's your lot. And it's, like, not, it's not too long, actually, for, for that amount of stuff. It moves no. on at a fair old pace. You know, it's not an album that's... You know, I think an hour of this, it, it hits the sweet spot, it's around about kind of 44 mark, you know, it's yeah, that yeah. kind of, and it's like, yeah, you probably couldn't take too much more of that. And their songs are, what are their songs, two to three minutes, because it's born, much, born yeah. of hard, hardcore punk, I guess, this genre, it's like, they they can't really play much longer without <laughs> getting RSI. <laughs> what, is, what is it, anyway? Is it is it called, what is it called, metalcore? I think it's metalcore, yeah, but the right. whole... Subgenres of metal's quite a rabbit hole that I don't really know that much about, but it's it's probably more metalcore because it's a bit of the hardcore aesthetic about it, I guess. But it's got the drop tuned and the double kicks, and it gents. Are you familiar with the word gent? I'm not. I swear. Every time you type their name into uh, into a search engine, which I have done many times this last week, the word gent comes up. <laughs> What what I've I've got a feeling it was like a kind of spoof word like does it gent will it yeah. gent it's like drop tuned kind of pokey guitar riffage I think that's it I don't really know but I think it's really funny when it's like it's just the the whole chat about does it gent will it gent I think it was born of like kind of the social media era metal players. Um, the guy Misha Mansour is always like laughing about gent and they credit him as making the word up. I don't know. Meshuga, the Swedish guys, are credited with being some of the original gent. That's, is that that band James Lindsay's really into? James Lindsay loves the Meshuga. Right, we need to get James to suggest. That's, I think that would... That's like, it's like metal that's 
in like his sort of time signatures. Oh my god! Which is all of them, all the time signatures, <laughs> constant, constantly evolving, like a tumble oh, dryer of. I think that time would have signatures. pushed me over the edge, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easier just to think of it as being in one. It's just in one. One, 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 six, one, 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 one. There's actually a track on this that is that that, as far as I'm concerned, it was in one, and I was just like, bloody hell, just stop, just stop. <laughs> maybe you could play. Maybe just play the snare drum on the first beat and just leave it for three, and then maybe hit it on the first beat again. Bass player, root on one. Let's give it a go. <laughs> Let's give it a go all together. Instead of just like one, 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 one. <laughs> See, when I, I first the first couple of tracks, I, the thing I was really noticing was the the kick drum, just the amount of kick drum. Yeah. And then I started. I think I had one listen through the whole record, but I was just listening to the drums, and I was like, "This is amazing! Like, yeah. it's incredible." But it, if you're not you don't understand it but it is it's like and see how intricate to play that I'd be interested to see them live actually to kind of he's on it live from what I could tell from the YouTubes that I'd seen he was he was pretty on it because the level of playing is incredible like the guitar work and to get that as tight as it is it's like and it's funny because it's I know it's really hard to compare it to like traditional music but when you think (laughs) of traditional music and it's all you know, 16 notes played tight, fast, intricate. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing that we all kind of strive for. It's like how, how locked in you are with that. And it, this is just on louder instruments, but they're kind of playing at the same pace. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things from it that are quite similar in a way. Um, Relentless 16s. So what I want to try now is like bazookis double tracked, just doing mad riffs the whole time, instead of doing open chords, just like going, bazooki, will it gent? Yes. Do thou gent? It is pretty wild. I mean, that was the thing. It's like, oh, God. Was it Dimebag Daryl, that guy? I remember, you know, back when I was From buying Pantera. guitar. Pantera. And, listen, you know, like you'd listen to bits and bobs because they pop up in guitar magazines and stuff. I remember listening to that and just, and you know, when I heard this, I was like, oh, God, it's just, it's just that same kind of thing. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> with someone shouting a bit over the top. Um, here, I found quite a funny thing there while you guys were talking, which is uh, somebody, somebody's, um, you know how I was talking about that mad, that mad kind of Disney vocal. Uh-huh. Uh, um, with VOM's adoption, not just of clean vocals, but of top 20 style clean vocals, the heartbeat of Gent has officially flatlined. Veil may have risen, but Veil of Maya has died and it has taken. Yeah, Jen this album didn't go down well. R.I.P. Veil of Maya. They've been cast off. Gent. That's because this, ar- this album was too light for much of their fan too base. Too light, yeah. Yeah. You wussies. <laughs> what was the band? Uh, the kind of. Oh, it, they weren't. It wasn't like a kind of metal thing, but they were like a kind of big kind of Christian, but mainstream band. It kind of reminded me of bits of that when they go into the, like, is it Eva Vesenth or, you know? I don't oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know, like, when they went to the it's choruses? They're like serious like that. I've forgotten is the word. Eva Vesenth's holy. I thought they were. I make a lot of shit up in my <laughs> head, though. Like, and then I confirm it to myself later on going, oh, yeah, I told my, right, yeah. I, I had that thought once and then I turned around and told myself that somebody else told me it but I right. thought they were I thought Might maybe be. I'm thinking of someone else but 
you know that you do get that like especially in the, the, the kind of really holy bands you get some that are quite metally and quite kind of yeah that's true and the choruses reminded me a little bit of that kind of because it all goes a bit paddy and a bit ethereal and a bit kind of like and I was like ah oh, yeah this could be there is some there is some proper keyboard strings going on like it's good <laughs> I like it <laughs> Angus's favourite bit I is that a question I always go would I like to play in this band and I was like I think I would like to play in this band yeah I think I would have an awful lot to do um, and enjoy myself a lot <laughs> don't know what I'd wear but cloak a cloak just a cloak yeah if you're playing Jedi keyboards cloak. if you're playing keyboard in a band like that you'd have to have a would one of your keyboards be a keytar Angus yeah, but like in an axe, like an actual axe prop, keyboard, with blood yeah. dripping off it. Yeah. Oh, whether wearing whilst wearing like some kind of Viking helmet. Yeah. Would you probably would you cover yourself before going on stage with the blood of with the blood of the peasants? Probably just use a sheep. Might get me in less trouble. You wouldn't even need to kill a sheep. You just got pails of the stuff yeah. knocking about at this time of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> see, I think. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think this is what we're needing after this year of not, not doing our normal gigs it's just like fuck it just reinvent just yeah. go but super soakers with lamb's blood spraying a blazing fiddles audience yeah. makes perfect sense <laughs> did I tell you I was I tell Chris, the time I, I went to a Rammstein gig um, in Glasgow see I have a very diverse musical palette <laughs> I went to Rammstein and it was did you go there by accident <laughs> no I thought this was a sheep sale <laughs> I just I would. Where are they selling the tops? <laughs> Disappointing trade that day. No, nothing going on. But it was it was incredible. I actually had a Ramstein hoodie for a while. I used to kick about in my twenties. Wow, proper. I like I, you more now. I really like Ramstein a lot, but it's it's kind of for the same reasons I like this album. Was like it is. It's full on. It, like it's loud and loud noises and crazy. But musically, it's great. Like there's loads of stuff goes on with it. And it's so kind of dramatic it's like an opera yeah but some of the stuff they got into stage up to in stage that night was like incredible like i can't even repeat it on a podcast that we could say anything on like it was very explicit that's the kind of thing though that i mean it's like you know like the alice coopers and and folk like that where you know they were playing this sort of so-called dark music but it was just a side. it's like a side show it was like a freak show or a side show do yeah. you know what i mean like it was it was a bit of crack the thing that I can't get past with these guys, and it's definitely my own thing, is that I feel like I feel like they're very, very serious, and they take their lyrics really, really seriously, and the whole thing is very serious. And I, I kind of read what they're what they write, and I just find it hysterical because I assume, and I might be wrong about this, but I assume that they're sort of you know nice middle class boys from Chicago that went to a good school and uh, loving just, family. They're just like skater loving, boys, that... loving family and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And it's just like they're wanting to overthrow the world, and it's like Jesus Christ, guys. I don't know. <laughs> just there, there was one in particular where I was, where the lyrics were, you know, like I think they wanted to sort of call call some revolution and. Oh, some revolution rather and I was just like shut up shut <laughs> up go mums for your is it tea. just a case of <laughs> the lyrics need to be in that style like you think you're, if you take your typical ye old folk song it's a bonnie maiden maybe he's not after a bonnie maiden but he needs to sing about the bonnie maidens because you sing about bonnie maidens and ah, yeah, you that. know, you yeah. know but that's the thing that started to bug me about it was because i started to think this is written 
in the style of in the style of a metalcore band, but with no humor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, it, true. And it just started to be like, whereas I don't know. Um, obviously, I know that that Alice Cooper isn't the same kind of thing, but it's just he is just having a laugh. Do you know what I mean? And quite a lot of these guys, you know, like I think about Led Zeppelin with all their lines about hobbits and golems and all that kind of stuff. It was just like it's a it's a bit of a lark, but <laughs> this feels really like, you know, we must change the world and all this kind of stuff. And it's like you're not changing the world, no. No one can, for a start, no one can tell what the fuck you're going on about. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. There's other bands like in this genre that I've heard where it's, it's, it's almost as screamy, but you can kind of get more of the words out. And they, uh, there's a lot of them, especially the American bands, that as you can imagine over the last five years have had plenty to write about. Um, uh-huh. And they're much more of the kind of rage against the machine, like communists basically yeah. <laughs> they just like and there's a lot of uh anti-trump metalcore that's yeah been going around the last well, this is funny because there's a whole there's this whole song here called whistleblower which every time i read through it i'm like it's not clear to me what side of the fence you're sitting on but it sounds a wee bit trumpy to me <laughs> yeah um there's plenty plenty of people into that there's a big market yeah. you know big market. They, they buy big a lot market. of hats they do so, buy hats it's yeah. good for the merch sales, if you think. Yeah, like a nice red hat. They're perfect, eh? Do you know, though, I think, though, it'd probably be surprising mean, if you saw them. Maybe it's Cause the veil, like, veil of MAGA. Uh, Maybe we spell it wrong. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? But I, I bet, when you listen to the work and the kind of intricacy that's been put into building this album, I mean, it's, it's a big job. And there's been a lot of thought put into it. Mm-hmm. And I can... My thought process with the singer was just like I wasn't really tuning into the words to be honest I was listening to the music as I normally do but I was like I bet he is sitting between each date with his manuka honey and his scarf on and his bottle of mineral water and being because you know I, I don't yeah I didn't take them as being serious but, but that's interesting because like, it's always that same thing of the, the first thing it will grab you and I listen the first thing you'll look for is the words and the first thing I listen for is the music and in the Molly Tuttle record I was turned off in the first 30 seconds to a certain extent with the album by the general sound yeah. of it and that passed everyone well most people by uh, and it's just if you've got a roadblock and something it's just it's going to hit you every time and it's it's hard because yeah I, I had a wee scan through the words uh, uh, just at the tail end of the week and just kind of laughed <laughs> and I was just like that's ah, quite funny but it didn't affect me at all it didn't affect my enjoyment of the record yeah that's like like literally when you, you posted something on the Facebook group about the lyrics and I was like I don't actually know what these are about, and but there are a lot of things in that genre where I'm like, we hear the message and they're just like, like, straight from the path singing "Good Night Alt Right." It's fairly fucking obvious what they're after. That's cool, but this one it was like, well, it's just not a wordy one then. <laughs> <laughs> so like I didn't, I didn't get any of them, so it just, it just went past. Same with Slipknot. Like I've always quite liked Slipknot. The only words I've picked up ever was people equals shit because it was the title of the song and he screams people equal shit quite a lot in the song but i've no idea what else he's singing it's probably horrific but it's not really what i i go there for weirdly though the only things i'm kind of currently able to listen to are very very heavy albums and alison krauss there's no kind of middle ground at the minute i'm like 
like the absolute sugarest, sweetest thing. Yeah, I need I need like this to put me in panic, and Alison just to, you know, calm me all down. <laughs> you back down again. Yeah, just five minutes before you get back from your walk, you just switch over just to Alison Krause. Put that on so, so that I get you back walk in the house and don't scream at everyone. Ah, Alison. Yeah. Uh, I I did find it. I found it hard finding times that I wanted to put it on because generally it's well most of the time I'm listening to stuff is when I'm walking and you're kind of milling over other stuff in your head and stuff and it was like it, it was just too much to to put on for that so it did make me I came in here and listened to it uh, but I loved listening to it in the car that was my favourite place yeah because I got I've never, I was, I've driven I don't think I've I've driven anywhere far enough this week to listen to it it was. I listened to it uh, in the kitchen a couple of times when I was cooking and it made me very, very angry. And then <laughs> and then I listened to it yesterday all the way through walking around Queen's Park and it made me extremely angry. <laughs> but after it's done, do you feel like you've exercised anger or does, or does it, it build anger no, in it, you? I just, I'm still angry about it and I haven't ah. listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I find it quite cathartic because I do get like I do get a bit of a rage on when I'm listening to it, and I'll be like on my my power walk, blasting up the streets, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, this is this is good, you know, right? Marching away, marching almost... away, and then but and it's almost like it's like a slightly induced panic, and then by the time I get home, I'm like, I'm like I'm come down again. It's fine. I don't need any help getting angry. I'm just generally a very angry person, so, so I think I think it pushed me over. I think it pushed me over the edge. Um, just a wee uh, bit of yeah. winged victory for the Sullen. That will sort you out. I know. I, 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 funnily enough, that's I'm loving that these days. I've listened to that a lot. I think I said this last week. Still on it. Yeah. Still, yeah. The the you know, and I all the taking the piss out of them and all that and now, now I think they're great there we go it's, <laughs> I, nearly, I nearly bought one on vinyl the other day I was like oh I kind of want one to have <laughs> in the house um, yeah I'll tell you what I did listen to this week that was I listened to two things this week that I loved um, for different reasons um, and I don't I think without this group I don't think I would have listened to it before and I, I really liked um, uh, I listened to uh, Mogwai's new record right which I don't think I would have listened to without having listened to Winged Victory. Uh, I listened to that when I was out shopping last week. Fantastic. Really liked it. Didn't buy it in time, though, so I feel a wee bit guilty that I, I didn't contribute to their number one album. Um, but Mogwai never is the number one? Yeah. Mogwai is currently the number one album in the UK, but it's a very, very good album. It's taken them, They keep saying it's taken us 25 years to get here, but it's like, wow, well done, lads. It's phenomenal a great achievement so i salute them for sticking to their guns and not wow. not you know not trying to do something else just sticking to what they do the best i think it's um very honorable and it is a great it is a great record but they've been they've been fortunate in that although you know 25 years to get a number one but they've they've always been very successful so they haven't had to search for you know they've it wouldn't matter if they're a number one or not. You know, yeah. Mogwai's they've had their fan base and they've been a huge band for years and years. So it's it gives them that kind of comfort room to just go, Well, a lot of people like what we do and you know, you don't have to reinvent it every album. But That's true. um yeah, I've not heard it yet. I've I've, I've oh, I'd like to hear it actually, because I, I like some of the like what was 
the early one called like the track called Helicon. And I first heard that, I was like, that really grabbed me. So I put on an album of it, and then it was just like, it was kind of backgroundy. And I, I have a, I have a problem with background music. Um, probably boring my folks wanting to put on <laughs> background music at home, and I'm like. No, it shouldn't be in the background. It's in the foreground. You listen to music. You listen to music. It's not just these people have worked hard making this music. It's not wallpaper. Yeah, it just yeah, it's, fu- it's funny. That's the thing about like Vela Maya, isn't it? It's like it is not background music. No, no. I had it on in the kitchen listening to it, and um, Jillian and, and Lucy came in, and almost immediately everybody fell out. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like this album is, you know, if you fancy having a nice wee argument with someone, just pop that on nicely in the background. Yeah, try to do something difficult, like maybe if you're assembling an IKEA flat pack, just to stick up, (laughs) just to just to really wind you up. So they weren't they weren't uh, weren't the biggest fans in the no no. It was I mean it was amazing. It was just like almost instantaneous. Everybody just went. (laughs) <laughs> pause and then it was like whew. yeah so earlier on this week Finley has sent over a few reworkings of the Veil of Maya tracks uh, into a more palatable maybe um, version for your ears so let's have a listen now um, I think they work really well I think if you if you put this out as an EP uh, on your Patreon page um, yeah I think that would be quite good I think that demand for this so I um, couldn't couldn't hear anything without accordion so I added some accordion to this as well um, oh so never gented on it is elevated <laughs> ukulele gent you could have gented on a ukulele yeah okay so what one would you like to start with Finley oh um, we should go well actually what's the order they appear on the record uh he starts starts with fracture probably. Have I got fracture there? So I'll I'll play a little bit of the original just to get you all in the, the headspace here. So we had, we had the original version from Vale of Maya of Fracture and now the much improved version uh, by Finlay Napier. Fall, their bodies fall <laughs> I am the immortal chosen to judge your sins To the ones disloyal, judgment will only bring you death I will tear the flesh, desecrate you These peasants will see who stands over them all As their bodies fall, as their bodies fall The reign of a king who will never be gone Will destroy, will destroy These monsters burn in rage Their victims have themselves to blame Unleash the wolves from hell Devour their souls and engorge yourselves Engorge yourselves 
passion has fled and death lives here instead Though the streets are river of red Probably but I smile at the dead I smile at the dead Hello I never said I'd show any mercy I'll throw them all in the pit I never said I'd show any mercy Throw them all in the pit I am the immortal Chosen to judge your sins to one's disloyal judgment will now begin. Wow. <laughs> There's no way you're not going to be playing that live when we get back. I mean, this is, this is going to be one of the top requests that you get shouted out. Found Vale of Mayor. Probably blood. That's <laughs> that bit got me. When you sent that there, right, I was listening, I was like kind of giggling, and then it went on, it was like probably blood, and I just died. <laughs> I can hear it with a beautiful tuba uh, playing along. A tuba, yeah. Um, some flutes, maybe. Um, I think there's a lot we can add to that, but it the, works. The colliery band. Yeah. Colliery band. Uh, Dale right. Clitheron, the colliery band. I don't know, it'll be brilliant. Next one is double speak. And now, for your listening enjoyment, Finlay Napier and Angus Lyon <laughs> play their version of double speak. Betrayed and forgotten, erased and led astray, retribution. When the core has rotted, it begins to erode away, execution. Suffering pain, suffering pain, you cannot evade. Turning your back on the bond we made, you dug your own grave. Terrorist mind to shape I'll watch you die afraid Oh, tidal waves They're washing me far away Islands of misery Can't escape Disintegrate What we've made Shattered trust Cutting deep Cutting deep On these islands of misery Oh yes, these islands of misery Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff there from the Western I, Isles. I think <laughs> message we can all uh, reflect on and learn from. Uh, now, next up, we have what's next in the record, Chris? I yeah. think o- overthrow uh, whistleblower. Oh, whistleblower's there. Oh, that's one of my favourites. Whistleblower's the next one, yeah. And then it's. Then, then it'd be Echo. Did I do Echo Chamber? Yeah, and then it'd be Echo Chamber to, yeah. to wrap it all up to EP. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, this is catchy. I attempt to claim my life, I'll shatter your bones. And to your widowed wife, I'll serve your remains. Walking in spite, I am. 
Kind of got a, lot, a sort of Mexican vibe that one, hasn't it? Yeah, obviously. There's certainly. I was trying to obviously with my accordion playing, um, make a comment on the lyrics as well. So like, break your bones. I was like, how do I get that across in a major key? And I think I managed it. Yeah, I think my I little links uh, added yeah. to the lyrics that were there. So I really felt like I really feel like the accordion is added to this dramatically. Uh, maybe we should just put the album on hold and just release a load of Vela Maya covers. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. And it's what the people want. It'll um, their fan base will be right into it. I mean, think all the followers will pick up from that. <laughs> that guy that said Gent is dead, he's going to love this. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I do like the idea that second last one. What was that that we we played? The one from the Western Isles does have a sort of feeling of um, of like the Alexander Brothers. If it was guitar and not ukulele, that could we. <laughs> Just like the Alexander Brothers perform metalcore. <laughs> if we could get the harmonies right and the reverbs right, that would be just brilliant. Do you know that? I'm more excited about that idea than I have been about a lot of stuff this year. <laughs> like I could just to recreate an album, but just with that idea of what I was saying before about the guitars, it's like, okay, that's now Buzuki or Zitten. You know, yeah. right? Uh, the, the kick drums, that's all just bowing. But it has to be quantized Bowron like they do on metal records and trad records. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> yeah, that's it's it. not all that different. That's it. I don't know why I complain about editing a lot. Yet I listen to this, which is probably the most quantized and edited music you can listen to. I don't believe it. I think they played it all. Exactly you think they like played that. it all. Yeah, I think they. I think they did. It's it's the nice thing about listening to stuff out with your kind of genre that you work in because you you still have that kind of childlike view on it of like. Oh, they're all just in a room playing together. That's yeah. great. Even though you know, like if you thought of it for a second, you'd be like, of course that's not how it's made. Well, that's not how even those kick drums are. Nope. But <laughs> it's I, all I, samples. I still think that, you know. Yeah. When I listen to trad stuff, I, I kind of know exactly how it's done. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like, you know, just sit down and play. Like, yeah. And then to finish up uh, this week's podcast, what we have is Echo Chamber. Yeah. Yes. So let's have a little, a little reflection on the original. Now, to soothe you all into next week, Bill Frizzell week with Tom Oaks, uh, we have Echo Chamber from Finlay Napier. Arise, arise and failure, failure, forgiven for the all. This dead space inside of me, it bleeds me dry. 
this dark space has finally made up its mind <laughs> Drifting from my mistakes as I fall away To outrun a hurricane that trails behind I'm made to face the shame that I have Tripping on the same beliefs that I once had I'm made to face the shame that I have Wishing I could turn away and take it all back Just repent We must 